What is going on, everybody? This is V3Cast, episode four. This is the Voyager 3 official podcast. My name is Steve Green. Aaron Green. And this is Greg Maston. All right, fellas, how is everything going, man? Tell me, tell me, tell me. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty All good. Right. Aaron, I got a question for you. Yeah. yeah. Are you feeling the holiday pressure? Like, uh, you know, it, it, is your shopping done? Does everything look nice from the street view, from the lights in the house and all the, you know, all these things we got to pay attention to. How, how's it going for you? Our shit is tight. Tight. We, all got right. our, we got our decorations out there. We had them up early. We got them on all over the house. The tree looks beautiful. It's a nice right. artificial tree that we've had for a decade. It's beautiful. All right. And, um, we got our shopping done. It's looking good. I feel pretty proud of what we've been able to accomplish. Oh, How about very you guys? good. Very good. Greg, are you done with your Christmas shopping? Or do you have any last minute little stragglers to do? I think we're good. I'm 95% certain we're good. All right. Did you do mostly online or did you do brick and mortar or did you do a mixture? What'd you do? Mostly online. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right on. Right on. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's tricky, you know. The kids add a fun dynamic. Um, it, it's it's all good, but uh, we, we got a good jump on uh, the outside decorations. Uh, last weekend, the tree went up, and I did about fifty-fifty shopping, uh, you know, Amazon, and then I went out on uh, Saturday and hit a whole bunch of stuff uh, all over uh, Metro Detroit area and uh, rounded it out, finished it up with the in-person shopping. I like both. I like to go to the mall, get myself a, a, a pretzel with, with, with cheese dipping sauce or, or an, an orange, orange Julius. Julius. Yes. 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 An orange Julius. You got that right. That's my favorite, man. <laughs> That's right. Man, what, what mall is open? There's I no went, malls open. <laughs> they, they all look like Dawn of the Dead malls. <laughs> no, man. I'm telling you what. I, I, I thought that too, but I went into Macomb Mall and it was hopping. I got myself uh, also, a Charlie's uh, Philly cheesesteak sandwich, man. It was so good. Slow <laughs> down, Steve. You had all that in one visit? I, I never I never had that place before. I walked past it a million times, but that, that day I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get a I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get me one. And it was good. And an orange Julius and a hot Sam's. What did you get? Pretzels? No, I didn't get the pretzels in all honesty. Okay. But I like to. I didn't get it this time though, because yeah, I, I can't eat that much. But uh right, right. But uh, no, it was hopping. It was hustle bustle there, and the lines moved fast. And they even had a live piano player playing like some nice holiday jazz standards, some easy listening and stuff. It was great, man. I I, I looked at him. I gave him a nod. I'm like, good gig to have, man. H yeah. Have fun. And I went on my way. <laughs> Did you say uh, I'm something of a musician myself? <laughs> no, but I was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> hey Steve, did you did you power walk around the mall to burn off that cheesesteak? <laughs> Man, I had to. I'll tell you what. Um there was a lot of cheese on that and they, it came Ooh. with these fries that were like deluxe with like more cheese and I think they had some bacon on there. So I had to do some serious laps around Macomb Mall, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to another favorite spot, um the the whistle stop down on uh, on Harper over in St. Clair Shores. Super cool toy shop, man. We, we we try to go there, you know, three, four times a year, and I definitely hit there on Christmas. Yeah. They have everything. They have the model trains. They have every model 
uh, you know, put together model you could do from Battlestar Galactica to Star Wars to Knight Rider and freaking Robotech, everything there. It's amazing. I don't have the time or patience for that stuff, but if I go there and get myself a Robotech model, I remember, Steve, when you made the Star Destroyer model back in like 92, oh, and yeah. you did it all yourself. It was beautiful, and it was it was a, te- a testament to your skill and patience because i just sat there and watched you do it while i read comic books <laughs> and i left it all to you and guess what i still have that model do you, you really have, you made it but i still have it. oh man i had i had no idea what happened yeah. to that i didn't know if it got it lost hard. in the move or whatever and then it had like a like a, two clear like legs so it could like float on, yeah, your, on top of your shelf or yeah yeah dang I at least want to see it again. I have to check that out the next time I'm visiting. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, okay, fellas, uh, what in the heck are you drinking tonight? Greg, I'm looking at you because I want to see a real cool can design again. Oh, get ready to be disappointed. <laughs> I'm actually in the mood for and drinking oh, yeah. my coffee. Dig it, man. In a proper vessel. Yeah. Okay, what kind of coffee is that? that's important it is um oh man what's the brand name i don't know it's a dark <laughs> roast you really you really came through on that one greg <laughs> it's just what i got in the cupboard gotcha okay so yeah so it's not designer coffee and it doesn't have to be that's all good so it's just like a dark roast for the, what a french roast yeah, it's got like a green. It's got a green label. I can't remember the name of it. Steve, he doesn't. He doesn't even know if it's French roast. Don't ask too much of him right now. Yeah, you know. Hang on. It is not French roast. It. It's just a dark roast, Steve. I don't know what else. That's to tell cool, you. man. Why do That's I gotta cool. be so specific? You don't. We absolutely don't. And and the coolness of that what's of that uh, Death Wish mug makes up for it. Is the mug? The mug. Absolutely. And I got this from my friend Cato. There you go. And I may have I, sent him a mug in response. Just no, possible. I was talking to Colin the other day and I said, uh, he said he loves V3 cast and he listened to it while he's driving his truck. And I said, you must appreciate that. We say your name every week and there it yeah, is. We right sneak there. it in there every week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's been talked about maybe every single episode, possibly. I think so. <laughs> Aaron, man, what are you drinking? I got to get that glare off there. I'm drinking just uh, too hearted. Too hearted, that right on. Glare's killing me. I can't. I can't escape the glare. You guys too get hard. that all the time. Every time we, uh, every time we have any type of a setup like that, I think you guys request that. Or in the hotels, we always have that. Yes, and uh, I have Greg to thank for too hearted because Greg was trying to turn me on to IPAs for I don't know five years, and I was really resistant to it. I thought they tasted too fruity. I still t- think they taste pretty fruity, but the the stuff grew on me over the years. And this was the first one that he showed to me. And this was the first one I ended up liking. Um, so this was my gateway into IPAs and Greg's the IPA master. That's right. And I'm the, I'm like the disciple. In, in five more years, you will love beer that has chocolate and coffee in it. That's all this really means. <laughs> That's exactly right. And, <laughs> and you know, What's funny is Bell's is probably the definitive IPA in the U.S., to be honest. Right. It's not just Michigan. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, I am uh, in Greg's similar mindset, and I have coffee in my favorite Ghosts and Goblins mug. There you go. And uh, nice. this one, I do happen to know what it is. 
It's called uh, Electric Monkey Espresso, and it's by uh, one of my current favorite uh, companies that make tons of coffee. is uh, It's called Just Coffee Co-op, and you can mail order it on their on their website. They have a handful of uh, you know standard coffee, espresso, and other things like that. And uh, up until this point. I love something called the Phoenix, which was uh, a light orange and a chocolate mixed in with the coffee. Um, just a hint of those flavors. Uh, but I went to go look to, or to reorder it, and they were they didn't have it. Um, so I, I just picked any other thing, which was this Electric Monkey Espresso, and I got a fine grind on it because I, I just like that kind of a grind better on uh, espresso. And it is dynamite. It has cocoa and dark chocolate mixed with it. Don't tell Aaron that. That sounds great. It's as long as it's in a coffee and not a beer. It's perfect. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, but you could put it in a coffee stout, Aaron. Oof. Maybe one day. Give me yeah. five years. Yeah, Aaron needs five years to develop that uh, that taste palate. or palate, if you will. Yeah. I'm I'm a slow learner. So last week Greg sent a text and he goes, guys, man. Have you guys seen Silent Night, Deadly Night? And um, I, I don't, I don't think now that I've, I've watched it, I don't think I ever saw it. Somehow I missed that one. And Aaron, you didn't see it either, right? No, never. Okay. Well, uh, Greg was like, "You gotta check it out." So we all checked it out, and man, that was good. That really was good. It was. And it's, it was and, great. And, and, and it's, it's holiday timely. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted to watch a, I wanted to watch a holiday movie. So I hadn't seen it since I was way younger and I watched it again. And, you know, I, I think that I forgot about it in a lot of ways. And what ended up happening was like you guys thought it was way better than I remembered it. Right. And, yeah. and that could just be because I've kind of lowered the bar a little bit at this point. I'm not as particular about bad horror movies yeah. as I used to be, you know, like it had to be, I don't know. It had to be Friday the 13th or I wouldn't watch it like back then. So, you know, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I, I thought the kid that was in it was great. He had me like, you know, as a parent sort of like wanting to protect him, you yeah. know? So like the acting was decent and yeah, I just yeah. thought it was good. And like, you know, it's Christmas. So right. I, was, I was pleasantly surprised at the quality. Yeah. And what? I, I thought they built up like, you know, of course we don't want to give any spoilers away, but the kid goes through some trauma multiple times to get to his, uh, you know, psychotic uh, I mean, self. Can right? we spoil? Can they we did a spoil good job. A that's, can we spoil a movie that's thirty something years old? I mean, no, I don't think you can. I think we're safe to talk about anything because this yeah. is right. now. Yeah, if you haven't seen yeah. it by now. Well, don't you I think mean, they, good, they did a really it. good job, like building up his whole reasons from pro probably why you know he ended up like he did. I, I thought it was pretty well paced and. uh it just as a story and the building of it worked nicely to me. Yeah. That's what I, I liked about it a lot is like, you know, in a typical movie, a typical slasher movie, there might be a little flashback in the beginning to kind of set the, set the mood, you know, show the people kind of, kind of closing in on, on, um, you know, Freddy Krueger's house with the torches or right. They have torches. They're like closing in to come and kill him yeah, uh, I think or, so. or to show, the stuff that happened when Jason was a little kid, but they, it's quick. And then 
at other points in the movie they'll kind of refer to it maybe they'll do a flashback but this movie really took its time as kind of ahead of its time really in really developing that character and that kid like it shows his distrust of santa it shows how his grandfather was like totally messing with his head making yeah. him scared of santa and then this like you know killer superior yeah the mother superior all this trauma all this psychological trauma and it's like there's only one way this kid's gonna go like he is not gonna be grow up to be a well-adjusted dude he is going to take this out on somebody so when they do that they take their time and that's like the first i don't know 45 minutes of the movie or something and that was right. pretty cool that was some serious um i don't know i thought it was well crafted and then yeah, so I, then when he finally snaps i mean it's like totally you know logical i mean it's as far as in the story of the movie i don't yeah. think people should do that in real life or anything because they got traumatized but you know and and like all the secondary characters were like a lot of them were like perfectly goofy and like overacting and like yeah. so i don't know it was just it, it just ticked a bunch of boxes for me you know it's just like so fun to watch and like you know the guy who owns the toy store for example he's just so over the top the guy who played yeah. that part and then oh, uh, yeah i was just gonna mention that? him uh as well do you guys recognize him from anything else if you don't i will tell you because uh, it, it took me about five minutes to go. That's where I know him from. Do you guys recognize him? I don't think so. He did. He looked very familiar to me, but I couldn't place it at the gotcha. time. Gotcha. Yeah, he is the actor. I, I, I'm cheating because I wrote it down. I didn't know his name, but his name is uh, Britt Leach, and he was the guy in the Great Outdoors who got struck by lightning 66 times in the head. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, he's he's very kooky, and I mean, he wasn't that much so in the in the silent night deadly night role but um i like that actor he's a cool character yeah. actor for sure the other thing i was going to say that has you know that's fun about the movie other than the movie itself is just the footage of like the old toy store like were you oh, guys yeah. like were you guys pausing and like looking at all the toys on the shelf to see if you yeah. remembered them oh there's yeah. a lot of star wars a lot of star wars toys absolutely star wars gi joe and he-man it was like that's there's our childhood right there yeah yeah it was so that part to me was great too i was busy like pausing just to see what toys were on the shelf you know right yeah and i think that they did a great job because you know knowing a little bit of course how they make movies all of us know this um that was obviously like a fake an yep. abandoned storefront that they you know leased out for for four days for the shoot and they said hey we gotta stock this thing up man and make it look like a bustling toy store they did a good job. It, it, yeah. it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And I like how the guy in the back is always giving him shit. And, you know, <laughs> it's just that every character is just so good. <laughs> yeah. Right. And for no reason, for no reason, this guy is like a total bastard. So yeah, you know he's, he's like four be... feet tall. <laughs> right. And yeah. like you know he's the first to die. You know it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he, he had that coming. Uh, Aaron brought up another uh, cool element for this holiday film uh, discussion is uh, Bad Santa. I remember that was the second DVD I ever owned next to Kings of Comedy, Aaron, which you bought me for Christmas one year. <laughs> yeah, that's along the lines of, of um, like Santa's doing naughty things like either murdering people or like uh, banging in the dressing room of the uh, JCPenney's or something. Uh, <laughs> right. It's, that's, a, that's a great, uh, you know, anti-christmas movie or whatever and when i first saw it it was kind of like they weren't making 
those kind of naughty movies, or at least they were sort of coming back because they had done American Pie. They had done uh, some other movies that were kind of bringing back the genre of like dirty comedies, you know, but yeah, Bad Santa beat everything. I mean, nothing is dirtier than Bad Santa. I don't know if I'll ever see anything as like irreverent and dirty and like mean spirit as Bad Santa. I love it. Right. And especially the other edit, the uh, Badder Santa, that's even more ridiculous. (laughs) Right. And, and there's, it's just full of legends. I mean, you have Bernie Mac, John Ritter, and you know, of course, uh, Billy Bob Thornton and like, unfortunately like almost everybody from the movie's dead now but like it, that was john ritter's last movie such a great cast yeah and and, and, the, little, and the little kid in that is great too yeah definitely oh, yeah. man he he kind of steals it at, at certain points man he's really hilarious he's so he's yeah. so quirky and just like you know you want to like hug him and be like it's gonna be all right man i know i know kids are picking on you but it's gonna be okay he's just you just want to help him out man and yeah, uh, so both movies have that sort of theme they got little kids that you you know as uh, all all three of us are dads now so all, both movies that we talked about have these little kids that you just want to protect <laughs> right right and we, we we should be so lucky to get a wooden pickle for christmas are you kidding me that's right it's <laughs> like a gift right <laughs> oh man and uh yeah bernie mac in there just, he just has like the rhythms and just the vibe that of that character he's why is he always eating those oranges every time he's having a discussion <laughs> with, with him at his desk yeah. he's just like just going to town on those oranges <laughs> <laughs> like who was that the director or was that bernie Mac saying, can i try this you know and then they go with it like i love that kind of stuff i always want to know in interviews or whatever behind the scenes stuff like who came up with certain quirks whether it's in a movie or sometimes in an album, like a decision to, to record something a certain way or to, you know, to whatever, do a scene or a ha- like, like the, the thing about Brad Pitt is eating in most of his movies. Like he's like always eating out of like a bag of chips or peanuts or something like, obviously that became his thing, but right. who thought of that? Like, how did that develop? That stuff is always cool. Yeah. Very interesting for sure. And what, and what about Spinal Tap? The scene where they all have the same cold sore that never gets <laughs> right. explained. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who thought of that? That's great. That, and they I, just I leave it. they just leave it for you to try to speculate on. Right. Yeah. It doesn't need to be explained. You know, all the all, all the way to Kingdom Come. It, it just just go with it, and and you can use your imagination for sure. It's hilarious. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we were just talking about uh, that. Um, a couple of days ago, um, a discussion came up where um, I was mentioning that Chevy Chase is like, you know, a, a famous like improver on set and how that uh, when that when that hits right, um, it's it's absolute gold, like, you know, like Fletch, like vacation. I mean, the list goes on with Chevy Chase, almost everything he's ever done. But um, that can rub, you know, quote unquote, classically trained actors the wrong way and like they don't want to have to deal with a different thing every time they do a scene. Like their brain doesn't work that way, but Chevy Chase, his brain doesn't work the other way. So sometimes there's a rub on set with those kind of two different forces uh, coming together. So uh, it doesn't always work, but when it does work, you get things like, uh, you know, all the vacation films. Yeah. Yeah. And many other things, but uh, yeah. So did Bernie Mac make that up? I wonder. Um, I mean, he, he's, he's got a great sense. He had a great sense of humor. So I, 
I wouldn't put it past him that, that he wanted to try that quirk with that character and like he he just likes to be eating that citrus. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Do something right. in the movie that you don't explain just for the sake of doing it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I wanted to mention another fun thing that I saw the the channel Critical Role, which is a like a Dungeons and Dragons channel where they have these epic uh campaigns uh by a bunch of voice actors out in Hollywood. Um they have uh, their campaign three that just came out and they have a brand new intro and trailer type of an intro song to it. And uh, it is absolutely like epic and phenomenal. Um, we actually met one of their producers uh, out in LA for the uh, New York Ninja screening. Um, we met Chris out there. Um, so I'm kind of hip to what's going on with that whole thing now and uh, watch the, uh, the intro when you can it's really over the top cool man they have like slow-mo stuff and a really cool song it's, it's good stuff yeah so a lot of production value <laughs> right yeah right. Multi-color smoke. yeah i remember like an indiana jones segment at one point and then everybody had extreme fans on their hair and, you know yeah. and then that was in slow motion it was everything you'd hope for yeah exactly exactly yeah. Um, speaking of that, um, I, I, I did the last tiny bit of Christmas shopping tonight. Um, so I picked this up. Th- th- this is for myself. Um, I didn't even open it yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to open it uh, soon. But I, I saw this uh, box of art for D&D. It's uh, 50 unique images on 100 postcards. So a lot of it is the classic, classic uh, 1E art. Uh, and then I think they have stuff that goes into the, the later stuff, like second edition and third, maybe. But uh, I can't wait to flip through that box and see all that art. When I saw that on the shelf, I'm just like, yep, I need that one. And it was the last one. Uh, so I, I grabbed it immediately. <laughs> hey, did I tell you about the documentary, The Eye of the Beholder? I don't it's think on, so. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's all about the history of D and D art from the very beginning, from when they were, you know, coming up with the stuff. Oh yeah, and, the white box, probably right, nineteen seventy four white box. Yeah, yeah, and like wow. the first, the first, they they interview some of the first players who were like, you know, eleven at the time, stuff like that, and the writers and the people who were coming up with it, and then the artists, of course. And uh, it's super cool, and it's really in-depth. It's like two hours long or something. you got to check it out. I, oh, I know what I'm watching next. <laughs> and you know what a Beholder is, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. classic, classic monster, for sure. Yeah. Dang, thanks for that, man. I, yeah. I had no idea that existed. I, I will definitely I, I, check that I, out. I think I meant to tell you about it a few weeks ago, and then it just slipped. But yeah, yeah. That, it was made for you. Yeah. Is it brand new, or has it been out for a while? It's less than a year old. Okay. Okay, now a word from our sponsor, which is us. Um, we've got to take a minute to uh, thank um, Red Letter Media for covering New York Ninja recently on their show. Those guys are hilarious and humongous. They have a humongous uh, reach. Um, I, I didn't know that, actually. I, I learned about them uh, because of their uh, show about New York Ninja. Very cool. Uh, thanks, fellas. That was great. Thank you. We have New York Ninja beanies now, uh, so it's perfect for the cold winter months ahead. Um, it has the New York Ninja logo that's on our album, and then it says Music by Voyager 3 underneath it, like also on the album. 
uh, perfect for your uh, keeping your lid warm, man. Right, Aaron? That's right. You got to be warm That's on right. those cold days when you're shoveling snow. You might not want to wear it like at work, you know, if you're working in an office. But if you're shoveling snow or if you're, you know, out on a walk, it's perfect. There you go. One other cool thing we have about the New York Ninja album is uh, a pre-save for Spotify. So now you can go on our website and uh, pre-save it. So the minute it's released on January 7th uh, for the digital and streaming world, you'll get notified. So it being a movie discussion as it, as it has been today for the most part, it comes to the point where we have to think about 2021. It's winding down. We only have a handful of days left in this year. I know we've all seen quite a few movies this year. Do you have a favorite? It doesn't mean it's the best movie of the year. It just means it's one that you liked the best for whatever reason. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. Right. Um, this was a good year for movies, and I was super excited to get back into the theater. You know, like I saw my first movie in a year and a half um, back in the summer. And uh, so I was really excited to be seeing movies again. And I had my pick all lined up. It was definitely going to be No Time to Die because it was just an amazing send off for, for Daniel Craig's James Bond, who for me is the best James Bond. I mean, I love Sean Connery. I don't need people to be mad at me because he's great and he's classic. But Daniel Craig is the man for me. And uh, this was a perfect send-off for him, and it was amazing. Um, but a couple days ago, I got to see Spider-Man No Way Home, and that just, like, walked in and stole the show. That was, like, uh, a dream movie. It was, like, everything I could ever dream of or hope of to see in a Spider-Man movie. Um, and uh, basically perfect. So, um I, you know, it would be those two movies, but if I had to say, like, what was even more exciting, like, I was smiling and cheering through all of Spider-Man. Um, so that was amazing. Those those two movies with Spider-Man probably edging out James Bond by, like, a nickel. Hmm. You know, I haven't seen either one of those two, though I intend to, but just, from being, on, uh, just from being on Facebook the last week or whatever people are just talking about spider-man a lot so it definitely must be moving um you know and uh making a splash with people for sure yeah yeah definitely i i haven't even like posted anything on social media about it. i usually like like to give my opinion just as sort of a mile marker for myself so i'll look look later and say oh yeah i remember when i was watching this movie or when i was thinking about this album it's just fun like a fun little exercise but i haven't said anything about spider-man because it's somebody will spoil something in the comments i don't spoil stuff but somebody else would and then uh there'd be some like goofball friend that i have that would read the comments and they haven't seen the movie and they'd be like oh my god how could you spoil it and i'm thinking why would you read the comments that's not <laughs> safe i can't guarantee what my uh, other friends are going to do Right. So you got to watch out for yourself, but it's, it's an amazing movie. And I think everybody should see it before they get every little part of it spoiled by a bunch of jerks. So, right. I think it's going to be on, well, I hope it's going to be on streaming soon. I don't know if I'll get to the theater anytime too soon, but if it's on streaming, I, I will definitely watch it. Probably I not. Their, I think their strategy was to only release it in the theaters. They pushed it back a couple of times for that yeah. reason. I think. Oh, gotcha. I don't think it'll be streaming until the regular cycle of blu-ray and all that stuff but so i would i would suggest you see it if you can right i might need to escape out to the movies then 
All right, Greg, how about you, man? See, this is how I, this is where I get in trouble with Aaron. Cause, uh, you know, I'm not good at picking one. I just but, blew my own rule. I picked two. I know. What can I say? I, such- I, I'm done judging you, man. You go ahead. <laughs> so here's the thing. I didn't watch a lot of 2021 movies. <laughs> that should come as no surprise to anyone. Like I just watch a lot of 80s horror movies or like whatever. It's all 80s. I don't know why, but I like old stuff. I can't help it. Um, but I did go to the movie theater this year. Like Aaron said, I finally made a trip to the movie theater, which was good. And I saw Halloween kills. I have a lot of criticisms of Halloween kills that I won't go into that aren't important, but you know, it felt good to go see a Halloween movie around Halloween in a movie theater. So I'm going to probably say that that'll be my pick for, for this year, even though I don't necessarily think it's the greatest movie ever made, but, uh, at any rate, I was in the theater seeing a Halloween movie, which felt good. And uh, I will say that uh, the makeup they did for Loomis is amazing. Agreed. Uh, so if you don't definitely agree, if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, look that up. What they what they did for that, and uh, you know, sort of an honorable mention is something that was on Shutter that I watched because there was a lot of hype about it. And it was going to be exclusive on, on Shutter, so I watched it like the first night, I think. But uh, VHS 94, I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, yeah. I want to see that because I've seen all the other VHS and I liked them. So I want to yeah. catch that, but I don't have Shutter yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remedy that soon. Full, uh, full disclosure, I think this is the first VHS movie I saw. So I didn't really know what I was getting into, but um, some of the vignettes in this one were, were really good. And... Uh, I'll, I'll just say all hail Ratma. So, and then, uh, you know, but I, so here, here's my disclaimer. I know there's a lot of great 2021 movies. I have a list of movies that I'm meaning to see that I just haven't seen. So Malignant, Pig, Last Night in Soho, Candyman, and Censor are all on my list. And there's this other movie that I'm afraid to even mention because I'm, I'm worried I'll, I'll screw the name up. But it's T-I-T-A-N-E. How would you guys pronounce that? I'll let you guys make the mistake. Say, Wait, spell, spell, spell it one more time. T i t a n e. Titan. I think it's. I think it's a French word, though. If if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Huh. I think it's Titan. I think I've heard somebody pronounce it. Okay. But if it's French, it's probably not Titan. It's probably like Titan. Titan. Yeah, I just. Titan. I just want. I just want everybody who's listening to this to know, I know that there are great 2021 movies that I probably should have seen. I just haven't gotten to them yet. Right. You're just living in the past and then there's nothing wrong. No, hey man. Hey man. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't deny it. Well, Hey, uh, I, I definitely have to agree that the, the eighties was an absolute phenomenal decade for film and music. And, uh, truth be told, there was a lot less neon than what's depicted nowadays. Just for the oh, record, I know. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. For the young people out there, it wasn't all neon and leg warmers. That was like uh, right and palm trees. There's not as many palm trees unless you lived in Florida. <laughs> right. So funny, but you know, I did the same thing. I made a list of what I did watch and what I could remember that I watched. I probably left off a couple, and then I made a list of ones I want to see. There was a lot, man. Um, let's see. A Quiet Place 2. Uh, I dug that. Um, Coming to America. You know, 
it, it was good. People, sometimes I think people are just too picky or they want to be wowed just as much as the first coming to America maybe did when that made up new ground, you know, in a way. Um, you can't always do that. So just, you know, take it easy. You know, it was funny. It was funny. So I, I dug it. Um, dipping into the kid movies just a little bit. Uh, Raya, the last dragon was, was really good. And Luca was super good. Um, my, my kids, uh, ate pasta every day for like a month after they watched Luca because they, they ate that in there. So they just, they wanted plain butter noodles every night. <laughs> uh, and don't forget Mortal Kombat was this year oh, yeah. and, yeah. uh, pretty darn good. I mean, you know, was it, you know, did it reinvent anything? No, but it was still a good movie. Um, yeah. here's one that I forgot. And I had to even think, I'm like, wasn't that 2020? But according to, uh, Wikipedia, um, it was not. So, um, Godzilla versus Kong, which oh, yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, an, it an Adam funny. Wingard film. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Uh, that was a thrill ride. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Marvel, Black Widow was great. That was great. Uh, here's one. And it, well, I'll, I'll say this one for last because it might be my pick. Maybe. Um, in case you didn't know, I don't have my pick yet. I'm going to read all these again. Think about it one more time. And then I'm going to come up with my pick. <laughs> You're even less decisive than Greg I like to do this, I, like, um, kind of like you know, uh, a jazz fusion set. Uh, you know, I, I, I know the chord progression. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Steve's taking the heat off me a little bit here. Uh, Suicide Squad was, was absolutely good. to to use a little bit of an overused word this year. It really truly was a bonkers movie, especially yeah. the very beginning. Um, I didn't know what was gonna happen, it was crazy, and then the whole thing was pretty, pretty entertaining. Um, yeah. The Candyman remake, decent. Um, wasn't incredible, but it was still fun to watch. I'm glad I watched it at least. Um, and Halloween Kills, I saw that as well. And um, I'm pretty much in the same boat as Greg. There was stuff that kind of bugged me a little bit, but it's still fun to see a new Halloween movie. And it wasn't terrible by any means. And then you, we got new John Carpenter and crew music. So all good. Yeah, it's, like pizza. it's like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. Right, exactly. Now, my three that are on my want-to-see list, my kind of top three that I, I want to see sooner rather than later would be uh, Army of the Dead, which is Zack Snyder's... I think it's... Correct me if I'm wrong. Is is it supposed to be a direct sequel to his Dawn of the Dead remake, or is that not oh, the Oh, you case? know what? I watched that. Did you? I okay. watched that, yeah. I want to see I forgot it. about. It was good. You could call it a sequel to... Uh, to Dawn of the Dead, no problem, because it doesn't get into specifics about what happened before, and Dawn of the Dead doesn't really show you what happens after, so sure, they could connect. Right on, yeah. Um, I mean, because I, I liked Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake a lot. I thought it was really, really good. Um, great yeah. soundtrack by Tyler Bates, and just everything really gelled about that film. So, uh, um, I want to see Army of the Dead just to see, you know, what else he has up his sleeve in, in, in that kind of world of, uh, of story. Um, then I want to finish Dune because I watched about the first half of uh, the new Dune. Totally dug it, but just didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. So I'll get back that to that. Was, that was a work of art. That movie was just a moving painting all the way through. It was beautiful. It was yeah. awesome. It was uh, pretty damn faithful to the book, too. Okay. Yeah, I totally liked uh, the first half of it that I watched, um, I have to get back to it ASAP. 
And then the last one, the James Bond. I, I, I've loved James Bond my whole life. And I, I, I do probably agree with you that Daniel Craig is probably the most, uh, I mean, he's modern, so it helps, you know, it's higher action, um, uh, higher caliber stuff that they just maybe didn't even know they could do back in the Roger Moore days or Sean Connery days. So you got to give them a little bit of slack with that and, and count the time that it's in. But that being said, still, man, those are good with, with uh, Daniel Craig. They're really good. I was about to say no love for Roger Moore. No, well, I mean, that's my James Daniel. Bond. So that's when I started watching James Bond was when he was doing it. So, I mean, that's my first James Bond. So I, I, I dig him. I loved his stuff when I was a kid, but then I got older and I go, oh my God, why is this stuff so cheesy? Why were they intentionally <laughs> making it silly? You know, it's like we, we've talked about with like with New York Ninja and with some of these horror movies, it was their heart in the right place. Were they trying to make a sincere movie? And they were, and it came out goofy, but that they couldn't help it. But the Roger Moore movies were intentionally goofy. And it's harder for me to forgive that as an adult. Some of the Roger Moore stuff is is better than others, but some of it really goes overboard. Like yeah, when like they had Moonraker, right? Is kind of Moonraker, over the top. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Octopussy, he's he's there's a part where he's dressed as a clown, literally a clown with clown makeup, and I'm like, what are you doing to this poor guy? Can you imagine what Roger Moore was going through on set? When he's like, you want me to fucking dress like a clown? And 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 <laughs> and uh, I mean, that was a bad impression, but still, um, can you imagine being him? And he, he was like 60-something at that time, I think. And they're like, no, no, this is what you're going to do. You're going to put on this clown makeup. <laughs> yeah. How do you not walk off the movie at that Poor, point? poor Roger Moore. <laughs> money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm but, sure he was getting paid quite a bit of money to be a clown, so... That's true. I think he got over it <laughs> for sure. But uh, um, that being said, um, the one that I left off because I, th I thought it might have been my pick. I think it is my pick. Um, I really dug old by M. Night Shyamalan. Super cool. I mean, I always like his stuff, man. They're like basically like Twilight Zones. Um, are all of them over the top awesome? No, not really. There's a couple misses in there in his career. But even the misses were all right. You know, so uh, I'm I'm gonna give it to old on the ones I saw this year. I like that one. Cool. And, and Aaron, one one thing we should mention to get people hyped about 2022. Did you see this trailer for The Northman? Yeah, I saw it like an hour ago. I was like, "Where's Amanda Marth in here, man?" It it was right. unreal, <laughs> unbelievable. You got to check that trailer out, Steve. It's called The Northman. It's by Robert who Eggers. Did, Robert Eggers, who did, uh, who did The Witch. Lighthouse. And Lighthouse and The Witch. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Um, so it has Willem Dafoe in it, and uh, it's got... Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Yep. Oh, dude, it, it's intense. Nice. And it be, even Bjork is in it for a small part. Like, it's, it's about like, this guy who just wants revenge for this, you know, enemy who killed his father, and... Uh, but it's all this Norse, Norse, um, not mythology. It's just just a Norse story. Yeah, and uh, it looks awesome. So like uh, Vikings and and Odin uh, worshiping and things of that nature, right? Thor. Yeah, all that stuff. And like, so, just so, is, uh, go ahead. I'm I'm making a prediction. We will discuss the Northmen on this podcast yeah. at some point. <laughs> I, think I think it comes I out in right. March or April. Okay, so a little bit of time th yeah. th this spring. Man, let's recap on, on all this stuff. We uh, 
we learned about um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and what we thought about it. So if anybody hasn't seen that uh, film, uh, Greg, what year was it from? Do you recall? 84. 84, okay. Huh, same year that New York Ninja was filmed. Um, so from 84, Silent Night, Deadly Night, super cool uh, horror slash slasher, right? Would you say, um, you know, Christmas-themed Yeah, Christmas-themed slasher from the yeah. 80s. You can't go wrong with that combo. That's right. And uh, we talked about Bad Santa and um, how that's equally as awesome, just in a completely different way for a, a Christmas-themed movie. <laughs> uh, we... we uh, we talked about uh, the sweet Campaign 3 intro and uh, new theme that uh, Critical Role has um, for, their, for their YouTube shows. And uh, we also have to say one more time, thanks to Red Letter Media for covering New York Ninja on their show. Um, and don't forget, we have uh, New York Ninja beanies and New York Ninja hoodies, two different kinds of hoodies, a zip-up and a pullover. Uh, all in the Voyager 3 store, which is V-O-Y-A-G-3-R-Store.com. What else? Uh, oh, our favorite films of 2021, man. So that's a lot of topics. We covered some ground in this one. Did we cover the ground exciting enough, though? That's the question. Is everybody excited? <laughs> I hope we did. I hope there was a significant amount of, like, sizzle. Right. Got to have some sizzle. Oh, here's a good one for you, by the way. In the comments, everybody listening out there, I guess, well, in the podcast world, you can't leave a comment, but in the YouTube world for our video version of this, you can leave a comment. So tell us what was your favorite movie of 2021 because we want to know because we want to watch it. You know, there's so many movies that you'll never hear of all of them. So if you have some really cool, obscure gem or mainstream gem, it doesn't matter. Let us know what you liked this year because uh, I want to check it out. How about you guys? Yeah, I want to hear about the your favorite album, uh, favorite movie of the year, and your favorite album of the year that we talked about last time. Yeah, hit us up with that stuff because we might hear some new music that we don't know about, and we can uh, check that out. That's right, man. I always like to hear and see new stuff for sure, and the classics like from the eighties, right, Greg? Yeah, <laughs> I just got uh, I just got Firestarter. You can see it behind me. Oh Tangerine yeah, Dream. A Tangerine Dream classic for sure. Very cool. Dig it. All right, fellas. Well, I, I live in the past, Steve. Oh, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I guess this will be uh, the last V3 cast of the year. Um, so everybody have a great holiday. Uh, eat lots of food, open lots of presents, have lots of fun. And we'll catch you with the next V3 cast in 2022. All right. See ya.